Hello, my friends. How are you today? I'm coming to you from Ubud, Bali. I've been here for, I think it's like uh, like eight days now. By the time you hear this, it will have been more than that. But yeah, so I I flew from LA via Singapore into Denpasar and then met my dad at the airport. I haven't seen him in over three years since before COVID. So that was super emotional. One of the main reasons that I came to Bali was to spend some time with him. And it was also calling me to to have some relaxing, creative time here too. So yeah, I landed into Denpasar, went to an Airbnb that I'd booked for a few days. I find it's always good when you're arriving in, I guess, any new place you plan on spending some time in. But for me, especially Bali, to book an Airbnb and then walk around and get a sense for the area and the different places before you settle on a longer term kind of place. I find it's it's hard to tell the vibe of a place or a hotel or a, what they call homestays here, which is kind of like a family um, house <laughs> sort of with lots of different bungalows or rooms. But it's hard to get a sense of the place from online. I mean, of course, they put the highlight photos up there. But yeah, sometimes the, f- the photos look really good online and then you arrive to check it out and it's kind of like a junkyard in the front and there's weird people and animals hanging out there and just, yeah, there's a weird vibe. So I like to really walk around and get a sense for the energy of a place before I say yes. And sometimes there'll be places that are not listed online at all and you walk up and it feels incredible and like a really light energy that you never would have been able to find online. So I had a few days in this Airbnb and the first few days were really just getting settled, walking around, finding the good food spots, checking everything out, trying to, you know, get through the jet lag and spending time with my dad. And that got me pretty tired actually between the jet lag and walking around looking at all these different places. I did so much walking and the first day I actually walked around in sandals that I had never worn yet. Dum dum. I got a huge blister on the bottom of my foot, um, kind of right between my toes. Massive. So I've been walking around in my my dorky Merrell sneakers as that heals. And yeah, you have to be careful here to really disinfect any wound and make sure that it doesn't get infected. So that's been a bit of a thing too. But yeah, I want to back up to right as I was landing into Bali, like right before touchdown, I tuned in intuitively to the land and I just asked, what is this land about? What is the energy here? What is, what's it, what's it like here? What's it doing um, for us, for our souls here? Because it's a really intense, specific energy in Bali. And what came through loud and clear is that it's a place where the processing of karma and clearing denser energies from our systems is really sped up and heightened. So I could kind of just see the, the way that this energy is pulled from the depths of our being and there's this opportunity to move that through and move it out so so like a real possibility for clearing and cleansing and healing so I felt that really strongly as I was touching down that that's the energy of this place 
across the board kind of for the collective and I'd love to hear if you've spent time in Bali if that's what you've felt here as well and for me specifically which I've just discovered as I've just been starting to kind of look into and learn about astrocartography Bali is a moon and Uranus line for me so <laughs> that makes sense that the previous times that I've spent here in Bali there's an, there's a real intensity for me there's a lot of heavier denser emotional stuff that comes up I can feel kind of low when I first arrive like a kind of like a like a depression under the surface so this really makes sense I'm not an astrologer I just want to be really clear about that my mom's an astrologer so I was always surrounded by it growing up but unlike the tarot there's something where I can never ever retain astrological information it's so weird like I can hardly remember what each planet means and I'm really interested in it. Like I love to actually get astrology readings and learn about it all and write down specifics so that I can kind of refer back to them for myself. But I never remember it. It's in one ear, out the other. So I've just taken that as, at least at this point in my life, that's not something that I'm meant to be learning or retaining. I'm just trusting that if ever I'm meant to go down that path further, you know, I'll get really interested all of a sudden and, and I'll actually be able to retain the information. But anyway, so it does really interest me and I find astrocartography super interesting, which is how we, we each have, according to our chart, our birth time, we each have different lines running through the planet and we'll feel differently according to those lines in different places. So yeah, Moon and Uranus for me in Bali – let me actually just pull up what I found about that to read it to you. This is from astro.com. You can find a lot of information on there. Okay, so crossing moon slash Uranus. And then it has a bunch of other information. It says, in accordance with the nature of Uranus in this crossing, you are likely to encounter greater emotional disturbances and an increased tendency for change and rebellion. Uncontrollable and paradoxical happenings ensure unrest and interruption to your usual routine. Surprising incidents could come along to create an emotional imbalance. These disturbances can be seen as a signal for you to get out of your routine and act in unusual or crazy ways now and again. Try to start something new without knowing the outcome. Trust in your intuition and inspiration. You have a strong urge to free yourself from emotional ties. Not that you do not want to get involved with others. You just like to leave yourself a way out. This is not a place that secures continuity. You waver between your willingness to adapt and a very strong rebellious streak. It is as if you are in a tug of war between your desire for freedom and your need for family and partner relations. So anyway, there's lots more about that, but it made so much sense to me when I read that. I was like, oh, okay, of course. Because actually the last time that I was in Bali... I also felt this heaviness and it was at a much more difficult time. So I really didn't have the same awareness, the same tools to, to sit with that and, and work through it and actually make the most of those things coming up. So it was really hard for me last time. That was in 2019. And there were all these kind of sudden happenings that disrupted things for me. Like last time on the very first day, I went to take cash out of the ATM and the ATM gobbled my card. And I didn't have a backup. I had a credit card with like a little bit of space, but I couldn't get cash. So 
yeah, that was stressful last time. This time I haven't had any happenings quite like that, but there has there has still been that energy of, yeah, all this change and um, definitely disruption to my usual routine. So it's taken a little time to settle into that. And then going back to the emotional heaviness that I've been feeling, a lot of people on Instagram actually have shared with me also that they've been feeling it too. So I think that there's a planetary thing, a really intense energetic planetary thing that we're going through as a, as a whole, as a collective now anyway. And then as I have this specific astrocartography situation here in Bali, it's kind of even more heightened for me. But I do want to say, okay, so I've been sitting with this heaviness. At the same time, I'm able to be with it from a place of awareness. So it hasn't been bringing me down in the same way that maybe it would have in the past. And I think a part of that is I'm, I'm in a really good place, kind of in an awareness sense. I've been meditating. I've been doing a lot of somatic inquiry work which I'll share more about at some point. It's been so profound for me. The methodology that I've been doing is called Killaby Inquiries. You can look it up if you like. And I've been working with an amazing mentor, Alina Pantaleev, who actually I feel called to have on this podcast at some point. So I'm sure I'll bring her on. But I've been doing a mentorship with her and a certification with this methodology and I really got to see as these heavy things came up how much that work has helped me to to process triggers and uncomfortable and difficult things that come up. And so yesterday I was tuning in intuitively about this emotional stuff for myself. And the message that I got was I could either run from it, kind of avoid it, distract myself, do things to try to just make myself feel better which for sure I've done some of that being here too. Or I could take this as an incredible opportunity actually to sit with these things that are coming up and really welcome them, allow them to rise, just be be with them, hold them in a loving space from a place of compassion and kindness. And I felt so strongly that actually this is a huge opportunity for clearing. So kind of like, what came through for me as I was about to touch down in Bali, that it's a huge opportunity to kind of do a deep cleaning, to really clear out the cobwebs, allow things to to come up and release. And it feels like if I can take that work really seriously and allow it the time that it needs, it's actually a really important part of my healing journey. And I have a feeling that things are going to feel really different after this trip but yeah I need to allow myself that space really do the work do the somatic work meditate stay in a place where I can hold that and allow it to process so we'll see how that all unfolds at the same time I'm so happy to be here it's a beautiful place if any of you have ever been to Bali you'll you'll know what I'm talking about it's it's so lush especially in Ubud where I am There's so much greenery and butterflies, dragonflies, birds everywhere, beautiful sun streaming through the leaves, the rice paddies. It's phenomenally beautiful. And there's also an incredibly intense creative energy here, especially for me. I I often feel as long as I can kind of get myself grounded and get myself settled in, 
there's amazing creativity that comes through. Last time I was here, I actually, I was walking around Chenggu and this melody was coming to me and I was kind of just letting it come through and recording bits and pieces in my phone and writing down lyrics as they came through too. And after a few days of kind of living with this melody and allowing the lyrics to come through, I had a song called Found. And that song actually went on to be featured at the end of episode three of part one or season one of The Vow, the documentary that we were in and were a part of about escaping the cult. And a lot of people have actually reached out to me saying how how important that song has been on their healing journey, on their journey to to finding their true selves again after going through a really difficult time. I'll put a link to the video of the song in the show notes. Mark actually made a beautiful video for it on the coast of Portugal. He filmed these slow motion winter waves that were just rolling through with so much power. And the way the song works with with the waves and the video, I, I just, it was really inspired and and a lot of people have shared how much that song means to them. And I just want to give a shout out to my co-producer and my mixer, Eric Margan. I sent him the raw files for the song, kind of a rough production, like, like a demo of it. And he came back with all this beautiful, beautiful instrumentation, really, really inspired. So thank you, Eric, for your beautiful work, if you're listening. But anyway, there is this beautiful creative energy that can flow through. So... Yeah, I find Bali to be really intense. It's it's a lot on the senses. There's a lot of motorbikes. It's loud. You know, it's a lot of people trying to get your attention. A lot of kind of chaos. At the same time, though, there's this beautiful healing energy. The, the energy of the island is a very feminine energy as well. So it's very healing, nurturing. And there's an incredible opportunity for channeling creativity here. So I'm not sure what I'm going to get up to for the rest of the day. I love to keep it really open here, as as that astrocartography write-up said, to just keep things flowing and go with my inspirations. So who knows where that could take me for the rest of today. I might go sit in a cafe and do some work. I might go to a co-working space that I've been working at. Maybe I'll just walk around. <laughs> Maybe I'll come up with a song. Um, yeah, just see where it takes me. And now that I'm feeling more grounded and settled in my space here, I do have a number of tarot spots open. So if you're feeling called to work with me in that way, you can go to ofsoulandsky.com and you can book a session there. And I'd love to hear from you. So if you feel like reaching out, you can find me on Instagram at ofsoulandsky or my personal at Bonnie M. Peace, which is P-I-E-S-S-E. I'd love to hear from you. And I hope that wherever you are today, your heart is feeling nurtured and supported. And I'm sending you lots of love. Thank you.